John C. Morley, serial entrepreneur, and I'm with Hurricane, Hurricane H. H. And together we make one, two, three, double, double impact. impact. That's it. That's it. All right. All right. Well, again, we are live, so uh, you guys can join the chat and uh, you know send us your love or send us your comments or your critics, <laughs> whatever you feel. It's all good. Happy holidays, as they say. And uh, this is uh, just an open discussion that John and I have, uh, and we just have fun with it. We we rant sometimes. We we bring feedback. We bring some good stuff, I guess. Good insights. I don't know. I mean, we it's bring we bring lots of insights. We bring you lots of powerful nuggets that you know, if you choose to apply them, they could actually change your life. And John, you're still on. Let me see you. You're still on here. Okay, you're still there. I'm All here. Right. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm looking at the TikTok feed. I just, yeah, I just not able to bring you up. But, but hey, I'm too small of a creator for TikTok. They want millions of people over there. You know, it's some, it's some nonsense. Well, uh, again, I mean, the algorithm has been changing, and um, I mean, trust me. I mean, even big players, some of the videos they just they they get stuck about 200, 300 mark. Um, you know, actually, we, I sent a, a, a you know a thing to them, and they said, you know, you just you know people have to be a little bit more uh, unique about their approach, I guess, and, and their creation or creativity, and uh, you know, they, they, that potentially gets you you know places. I guess you got to be a little bit more of a controversial, or maybe you can be a little naked. I don't know. I mean, you want to you know want to do a little striptease business no. going on? <laughs> I'm just no. kidding. <laughs> you you want to cook in front of people right now? Got I do. I do cooking. <laughs> actually, uh, all the old times I went cooking, I cooked live on Instagram. Oh well, I mean Instagram—that's a whole different ball game. I mean that's yeah. that's different. TikTok doesn't let me go live. I mean, I can do my cooking and I can upload it to TikTok, but and we've been doing lots of different videos. We upload about two videos a day on TikTok. But well, that's over a thousand or two thousand. Yeah, thousand, thousand, uh, not likes. I have over four or five thousand. They want over a thousand, um, subscribers. That's a lot. Mm. Ah, listen, I mean, it's happening slowly but surely, as they say, right? I mean, uh, not like today, not tomorrow. Well, maybe yesterday, like the like we say, I want it yesterday. Get it done. But, but, but it's kind of fun, you know, getting them. Like, okay, so today we're going to bake these kinds of cookies. And let me tell you how we're doing. Let me give you some tips. And I was like, you know, we're baking late. It's only 1130 at night or it's 12 o'clock at night or it's 1 o'clock in the morning. And let me tell you something that's really important to make sure you do. Because if you're baking late at night, whether you're home or you're out somewhere, you got to make sure you know what you're doing. Because you get a little bit of that uh, sugar it drops down the pan from the spritz cookies, well, that could be a major fire problem. Because what happens is it starts to smolder, and then the smoke alarms go off. Oh, so yeah. when I, I notice yeah, no, that smoldering happening, first thing I do is I turn the oven off. Then I get some water, and I throw it right down there. And then I take a, a cloth, like a, a dish towel, and I take the uh, spatula and I move it back and forth to make sure it's all nice and clean, get all dry. I lost five or 10 minutes and I put the oven back on and now we get back in business. What were we talking about? Safety first. Do you say just throw water? I mean, is that like a, a flame going on? No, or? no, no. So, 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 so you've got the oven, right? Yeah. And so what happens with spritz cookies is if you're, you're careful, you still get a little bit of the spritz. They'll somehow drip down to the bottom. It just happens sometimes. And so, 
what you have to do is when these things start to burn, they smolder. And when they smolder, well, they smoke. So I turn the oven off and then I take water and I just throw it right on the metal and it just Ooh, do that a couple of times. And then I take the spatula with the, with the um, dish towel and I just kind of move it around to get it all freed up. And then I turn the oven back on and then we're back in business and we lost 10 or 15 minutes because the heat's all gone out with the water. And now you, you got to go restart again. Oh, uh, boy. But it's uh, better than the alarm going off because I remember, I think it was just a year before COVID, we're, we're making an apple pie in my community center. And uh, we made the pie. It was a no-bake apple pie. They didn't have ovens enough for everybody. So I took the pie home. The next day, I decided to bake it, put it in the oven. Everything was all easy, simple. I hopped in the shower. I'm not in the shower. Maybe... Five minutes, and suddenly the smoke alarms go off. Apparently, mm. I had put too much apple in the pie, and it kind of boiled over in the oven. And started sizzling and burning. and Sizzling, and no, just the sizzling causes the alarm to go off. Oh, uh, when you take anything that... and just pop it right out of that metal, that just doesn't, that's not a good recipe for anything. That's annoying, too. That noise unbelievable. I hate that. Well, no, so you know, and the thing is, too, a lot of these smoke alarms, you know, you can't just. And I have the ones with the ten-year thing. You don't have to put the battery, but to turn them off, you have to get up on the ladder or on the chair, and you have to press and hold it for five or six minutes, and then they all are supposed to like shut up. But oh, yeah, those those are all related. Family one, one screams, everybody screams at the same time. <laughs> right. So you press the thing, and then they're all gonna stop. But you know what I always do is I open the door, back door. I put the fan on, and just. You have to make sure you do that because the air's got to move around. Even if you're cooking bacon in the oven, any little thing will cause that uh, smoke alarm to go off. Uh, and, and once the alarm goes off, it's like it ruins the mood, right? It's like you just don't want to do anything anymore. It well, ruins like, the mood. It, it's uh, not to get into an R-rated project here, but if you're in one of those romantic moods and something happens and suddenly you're having a question about something else <laughs> – well, why are you asking me about that? Well, that just ruined the whole mood. Now I'm not interested anymore. So it's like the same thing with baking, but it's a little bit different. Well, I mean, it's again, concept wise, it's, you know, concept gotta, wise is the same. when you get an interruption, or anything, it kind of, you know, <laughs> you got to reset and that, that reset may not give you the same, I guess the same kick, you know, the it, it, exactly. So now it it's like, happens. I got to finish this batch. So I finished them out and I bake about, I say about four or five batches. So that's spritz. That's peanut butter. That's oatmeal. That's chocolate chip. That's peanut butter blossom. In fact, today I shipped out 16 and a half pounds, about $48 to Florida, homemade cookies. Okay. I guess somebody took me gonna, a good hour to package them all nice and neatly, put it in my prepaid FedEx label with my box and everything, and I brought it to Walgreens and it's supposed to get there Thursday. I really package these suckers very well because each box I put about two or three inches of bubble wrap. Then I wrap the side. Then I wrap the box. So I wrap a lot of bubble wrap around them. And then I then I put and I not only that I tape the container, I tape the box, and I make sure these boxes are really packed. So I mean they could be dropping them off like a you know a skyscraper. Hmm. Well, I guess I guess you, you somebody on the other side they're receiving that is going to have a lot of. Uh... Sweet well, business. my parents, so I sent it to them. They love my homemade cookies. And then 
on top of all this, every year, you know, because you're you're not too far from you're down in like in central or South Jersey. I go down the mowers every year. Been a customer there's for many, many years since we had a place in Bayhead. Got very addicted to all their stuff. And for the last 10 years, I've been going down there and getting homemade stolens, driving down there and giving them out to all my good clients. And this year, instead of giving them a plate of cookies, I gave them a bag of cookies, which is a lot easier. And of course, I put my business card on there. John, you talk you talk to people about, you know, not eating too much and you know, calorie counts, and now you're doing this. Is this is this the the, the end of the year before you get into the resolution? And no, 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 no. So, so just to let you know, like even before, <laughs> I had pizza, I had one slice of, of uh Sicilian pizza and one for lunch, and I had a little bit of cookies, and I still weighed down, even though I had because my cookies, I should tell you, are only this big. Can you guys see that? They're only this big. Well, so those I are like, bought those a, are bites, not cookies. Yeah, <laughs> Cookie I bites. bought a one teaspooner and I bought a teaspoon, two teaspooner, and I bought a tablespooner. And so one teaspooner is the size of my cookies. Nice size, isn't it? Yeah, that, I mean that that's what it's supposed to be. You know, sometimes we're uh caught up with the uh, the big I mean, you go everywhere now, they give you these maximum, you know oversized you know you know everything right and and all it takes is one of these little bites you get a little bit of a you know you got that taste you get it out of that's your it system, and i might it. have four or five of those right which is the equivalent of a cookie and i don't want anymore it's just a small cookie and they still have three four or five chocolate chips in them and of course when you're making breakfast in the morning you can just have some orange juice and you can have two oatmeal cookies because absolutely it's oatmeal. So technically it's just like cereal, right? I don't know about oatmeal. I'm not a big fan. <laughs> so I'll have two oatmeal cookies, little mini ones and some orange juice. And my health kick for the morning is I take molasses, right? And I put about, I don't know, maybe about that much of boiling hot water from the Insta Hot. I mix that all up, put some cold water, then I put some orange juice. And that's my health drink for the day. Molasses is supposed to be very good for you. Uh, well, we got a whole bunch of people watching right now on... on. Um, oh, what do we got here? Derek, Instagram. what else we got here? Instagram, but I'm not seeing any uh, comments. So, yeah, any questions for our audiences here? Like, you know, anything they can, they can uh, contribute to your uh, re inquiries, whether it's about TikTok, <laughs> it's about... So, yeah, so I got a question for you, TikTok people. So how do we how do we grow up to the thousands? So you guys know I create all kinds of stuff too. By the way, if you're looking at me on TikTok, I'm JCM Academy. I create all kinds of content, but and I got four or five thousand likes, but I don't have a thousand, um, you know, uh, subscribers. And well, we just paused. No, we did. Yep, creator will be back soon. He just took lunch. Ah. <laughs> It said that? Yeah, creator yet. Yeah, yep, creator just took lunch. She'll be back soon. Oh. That's on the TikTok side you're talking about. Yes. Uh no, no, I'm not going to lunch. I'm I'm just having dinner. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right. So what I was trying to say to you guys, <laughs> I'm back, TikTok I'm back. Is so again, I have like four or five thousand um likes. JCM Academy. That's J C M A C A D E M Y. Post all kinds of great content. And I wanna be able to go live. Why? Because I create such amazing content. Uh, next year, I'm planning to stream live to TikTok. I'll probably do one bake session a week. I'd just love to give you all kinds of information. You're also going to be in my back pocket while I do my running next week, and you guys can all train with me. 
as they get ready for the marathon next year. So if you guys know, how can I get to the top of TikTok so I can start becoming uh, someone that can um, stream? Uh, HH tried to invite me, and I have such a small following on TikTok that they don't even recognize me as a creator. But yet I have over 90,000 downloads on my Inspirations for Your Live show at BelieveMeAchieve.com. So I guess I'm just not big enough for TikTok. I don't know, guys. What what can you tell me about that? Well, wait, hold on. Hold on. That's actually on the Apple, right? The iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Yeah, that's on yeah. Apple. Right. All right. Well, that that's that's plays and downloads. That's a whole different platform business. And it's a whole different whole different platform. And the part that I'm really excited about. Forget the fact that I have ninety two thousand three hundred, and over forty two thousand just in the last thirty days. Forget all that. Okay. Here's the part that's really cool, guys. You ready? I have 428 five-star reviews. That, my friends, is the bee's knees. So tell me, <laughs> how do I get... Hold on, hold on. It's funny you said that. I actually worked for a company that, that was called the bee's knees. Oh, <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> One of my first jobs in New York. <laughs> that's funny as you said that, man. <laughs> so those of you that are joining us here, definitely go to JCM Academy. I want to get my next promise to myself. So I had made the promise of 50,000 on IFWL. The next promise is 100,000. We're going to reach 100,000. We said by Q1, we're probably going to reach it before the end of the year. In fact, one guest that I had, an internationally known podcast guy, said to me, John, he said, I don't know what you're doing, but keep it up because you're going to be at 100,000. I said, well, by Q1. He says, you might be there by the end of the year. He says, I'm watching you. I don't know what you're doing, but just keep doing it, all right? Because any advice I could give you is probably not going to be any better than what you're already doing because you're just growing. And I'm like, I know. So now how do you get it to the point where you get big companies that want to start becoming part of my podcast? Like, what's the deal with that? And we were talking about this before, before we went on air, HH. Is it like, is it fair or people like, what's the thing? And I want to share something very interesting without giving the company's name. So there was a... It was actually a, a company I met at a networking event, a networking event actually that I hosted. We had 45 people. It was a free event. You had It was called our Holiday Sweets and Treats. You had to bring either cookies, an unwrapped toy, and here's the cool part. The cool part is that we had a lot of delicious treats, and the pizza owner donated all the pizza. So um, I met this one guy, and he says, we can use, you know, we definitely can use your help marketing. And I said, oh, great. So I set up a time to meet with him. And we did. We actually met today. Now, tell me what you guys think of this. So you look at a website, right? And you give them the feedback of like, you know, what's wrong with it. You kind of like they just had some branding and some colors that just did not go very well. So I was honest. And the owner basically tried to take my head off. Now, here's the thing that's interesting. They're not willing to hire me yet, right? Fine. Mm. You know, your ideas. How do we know you're any good? Okay, so here's the thing. Okay, so that's fine. But I get home, HH, right? Maybe a half hour. Uh, I'm going to say no, about within an hour after my after my show that I had a guest on with a love linguist tonight that got out about an hour ago. And what would you think, HH, and listeners of viewers, if the ideas that you gave a company, okay, I'm not going to tell you the name of the company, they're a service industry. What would you think if when you got home, and you visited their website, right? That the ideas that you shared with them were immediately implemented. 
Wow. You told them that the <laughs> picture sucks. Wow. The slogan's terrible. You told them what should be put there. And like magic, they did it. You told them to put referrals on the main website. You told them to put credibility. You told them there's no blog that talks about problems in your industry. And guess what they did? Within an hour, HH, they created all this. Well, they listened. Yeah, but I didn't get paid. Because they said, you know, we don't know if you're any good. So, uh, so if you don't so know if use, I'm any they, good. They used your advice and applied it, but they, they deemed you're not, you know, I guess qualified. Well, they told me they have this multi-billion dollar website company that's ripping them off. And uh -huh. he says he's on the fence about getting rid of them. Well, I have a hunch he called this company, gave them my ideas, blasted them, and they just miraculously created all these pages. I mean, I don't know how that makes you feel. It doesn't make me feel too good. Well, I mean, it shouldn't in a way because, I mean, you just gave them the advice. They took advantage and that's it. You know, I mean, that's not supposed to be. Alien. But again, I mean, I have to say, you didn't have to give them any advice. They should, you know, agree with you in a contract or something before you got to. I gave them some tips to give them a pointers of where we're going. Huh. And they were just tips. And they were notating every word I said on a piece of paper. I even called their company and pretended to schedule a service appointment and gave them the feedback of their lousy customer service representatives. But, you know, John, <laughs> we're going to have to circle back with you next year. You know, this is, this is, this is not a good time. Well, well, so John, this, this leads to that same conversation that you were asking, you yeah, know, yeah, the yeah. talkers and everybody about, you know, what does it take, you know, in this world of social media, you know, and, and podcasts and talk shows and everything? I mean, there's, there's, there's millions of us out there, right? Everybody's, there's so many creators. Maybe 10 million, actually. Uh, maybe on the podcast <laughs> side, but on the creators, there's, there's millions everywhere around the world, right? So whether it's on TikTok, I mean, and by the way, uh, great talent everywhere, right? And that's, that's the beauty about this. You know, there's, there's, there's content of, you know, diversified topics and uh, a lot of fun stuff, a lot of entertaining stuff, educational stuff, motivational stuff. So it's plenty of things. And we have some top-notch people also that are out there and their clips and, you know, reels are being exchanged and things like that. So it's pretty good. And unfortunately, I mean, it's all about audiences, right? You know, some people click in with one particular show versus others. And But here's the thing that, that I just want to kind of bring to the table is that this is the thing. People always undermine you until you become big enough and then they want to be part of your success and then it's too late, right? The train left the station, as they say. I, I said this a few weeks ago. Remember I said to you, I think a few months ago, I said to you, why is it that people never want to get on your plane or your train while it's safely in the hangar or at the station, but they'll risk their lives to jump on that plane while it's taking off or while it's already in flight for 10 minutes? I guess it's called doubt or it's called uh, not being ready. It's called that uh, they're not seeing the value yet. Maybe they don't see. See, the thing, they don't have the same vision that you do, right? So when you have a vision, it's only yours. I mean, you can share it. Some people have that intuition, some have that perception. They can see it in advance. They can see what you're doing. They can pretty much kind of see where that's going. I mean, if they can just think about it for a minute, I mean, they can see the picture, the big one. But they're not. I mean, it's like what I usually refer to as, you're on the ground floor as opposed to being on the penthouse, right? 
or you're in, you know, in the, the, what do you call it? The ISS versus being on the plane. I mean, the view is much bigger and better, right? You can see the whole thing. And that's the same concept here. People are on the ground floor. They only see what they can see. They have a, a limited horizon and that's all. You go higher, the horizon gets bigger and bigger and you can see the whole thing. That's exactly what's happening here. People don't, don't have that, the same view and vision that you have. And therefore, they don't see. Now, some people are smart enough to, to realize, like, wait, I, I see something here. There's, and this is actually what happens with talent. I mean, we sometimes you and I, we refer in a lot of different shows. We, we hear these yeah. things. And, uh, for example, Oprah. Uh, I, 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 I always give the example of Walt Disney World, right? You know, he yeah. was given the, the, uh, the, 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 the booth and was told that he lacked imagination. Now, despite how people feel about Walt Disney and, you know, his personality, whatever, but as a successful story, as a, a creative, you know, mind, as an inventor and, you know, it, it just a visionary person, you know, think about that. You're told that you are literally not uh, very creative. You have no imagination yet you create one of the most, <laughs> you know, advanced elements in the world or places in the world where there's magic, there's creativity, innovation. I mean, Disney is, is ages ahead of a lot of other companies. A lot of people copied that i mean i've learned through them i you and i we shared similar experience through their disney you know programs and we can see that but but people don't see that all the time and that's really what happens sometimes people miss you know uh, uh, uh which movie was it was it elvis or so, somebody i think uh, uh it was elvis someone missed the boat on him and he lost you know all the the concept right he didn't see him as a, a particular talent and therefore he was not the one who actually made the, the big stuff when he became big and that's exactly what happens all over the place people sometimes they don't see you for who you are until it's too late and then oops sometimes they regret that you know uh i it, it, listen um it it happens to many people out there and some of the top people who have achieved you know success and and real stardom even today have gone through these things where they were not being i guess um previewed correctly <laughs> or or accepted correctly at the onset you know they just you know, they were looked down at you know they're like oh well there's too many of you blah 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 but you never know a lot of singers a lot of you know uh, stars movie stars and a lot of players out there and a lot of business corporations you think that the, the concept i mean we can talk about many concepts out there in business world and you'll find that some ideas were just simple but yet big i mean eventually these things grew i mean who knew it's like, you know, look, I mean, the idea of YouTube, the idea of, of social media, Facebook, all these things. But but I think the big problem I have is mm. if you're on the fence about my ideas, I get that, right? Mm. But then to just take my ideas or in the case of social media saying, well, gee, we don't want to do this. But yet you try to copy a creator. I've had people, a lot of times they come in. I've had people, uh, HH, uh, all my work is copyrighted and especially the music, the songs, everything. I had people trying to take my music and show and trying to put it in their own show. And I'm like, that takes nerve. <laughs> and so every night we have a script that runs and it tells me if there's any site out there that's running our content illegally. Then I politely just click a little button and send them a cease and desist. I've had to do that a half a dozen times. Oh, you okay. mean it's not public domain? No, it's not. It's copyrighted. Oh, my bad. Sorry about that, dude. Again, I mean, you go to any website, it says copyright, all rights reserved, all the stuff. I mean, you have logos, you have... You but know. I think on videos, they think they could do whatever they want because it's on YouTube or it's on here. That doesn't mean you can steal it. 
Well, if, if, I mean, again, if it's downloadable and it's shareable and you allow it to be shared, that's one thing. If they use it commercially and to profit from it, that's a different story. You well, when they, try to, when they try to take it or even put it into their own brand, that's still, even if they make money or don't make money, they're still creating a brand. So if they're taking your stuff, and I'm not talking about using it as a review. I'm talking like they use it. Like, for example, I'll take videos a lot of times. Like there was one with, I think I told you, a domino thing where they did like 10 million dominoes. It was amazing. And they had robots that set up dominoes. Well, I did a review on this. Mm. Within 10 minutes, I got a letter from a lady from Facebook telling me that she was going to file a complaint against me because I stole her son's content. I didn't steal anything. I explained to people how this was a video somebody shot and how it's interesting what students are doing. But but what does it have to do with like how how does that link to what she's claiming? Well, what she was claiming is that I, as a creator, stole mm -hmm. her video content that she produced of her son. And she wanted to get paid for that. I said, but I even cited this and I said, hey, this is an example of one type of learning that's being done in STEM. I then, after she submitted the case to Facebook, put a counter request in and I gave her several pieces. Facebook came back and denied it and basically removed the hold on me. But the people that don't understand this, I think, don't really understand the creator world. So the creator world is here to make this place better, but it's not here for people to just take our information and become that person. I mean, all day long, you and I don't care if people take our content and want to learn from it. I'm all for that. But don't dare take our content and try to say it's yours and then make it your content. That's what I have a problem with. Well, here's the thing, John, right? You know, they can take this video right now. It's still going to be John and, and, mm -hmm. and Hurricane, right? I mean, they can't claim that this is theirs. I mean, it's, but you, you, I, I get what you're saying. I mean, it, it could be used for content, for training, for reference. Absolutely. You know, yeah. and, and that's what, what the downloads are about. I mean, we're talking about how many downloads, how many views, how many shares. I mean, if you're on, on, on the net and if you are into social media, your whole thing is about sharing. You know, the idea is to share and to view and to play. And that's what it is. But it, nowhere does it say anything about stealing. <laughs> well, correct. But I mean, again, sharing is one thing, using it for the right, you know, purposes, but adopting it as yours, you know, that's a different story. Now it can happen. I mean, in you know, a lot of circles, you see like, you know, some redundancies in some videos across. Yeah. I mean, if you go to TikTok, for example, you see a lot of those videos from YouTube stuff, people, you know, get a little extract and they they promote it and they share it and it's value for everybody. And it, it just creates a little vibe for them, for their accounts. And that's okay, too. I mean, to me, I have no problem with that. As long as they don't impersonate me or, or you or anybody for that matter. Like, you know, this is me. I, I created, I published it, you know, I produced it. That's different. I mean, everything is timestamped. That's the other thing. You have a timestamp on everything. You have a timeline and everything. They, nobody can claim that they did it unless they did it for real. Because you can always go back to the source. Every video has a link to it, where it was created and things like that. And you can absolutely do whatever absolutely. you want. So people, people listen, it's all good. But, but really in this world, I mean, you, you'll see a lot of stuff that's being duplicated and it's, uh, and by the way, sometimes people take your idea and they just kind of do their own flavor to it, which is okay. Uh, you know, that's why in, in, in the business world, the creative world or, or like the leadership of success world, you want to be the first one on everything. Whatever you want to do, you do something different, unique, that is your signature, and it becomes yours. No matter what, all the other ones are copycats. They do it after, it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah. No. And then 
if you're innovative enough in the first place, you can always re-innovate things and absolutely, them and absolutely. evolve them. And people may not catch up to that one. They'll always be, you know, second best, as they say, you know. So that's something that's important to, to realize. I mean, you said something about, like, the guy said, keep doing what you're doing. And that's really what it is, folks. I mean, anyone watching right now or listening, whatever you're doing that is that is moving you, that is getting you to where your your next dream, you know, uh, concept or your goals in life. And again, we're, we're going to be talking about goals because, I mean, this is the time of the year where everybody's going to start realigning and the new year begins. And yeah, new goals, new set, you know, new expectations, new resolutions, all these things. Well, that's actually supposed to be happening all along. And as you have these things happening, you want to make sure that you keep doing. No, just as long as you do the work and you don't stop, you don't give up, things will, will progress. And here's a way to actually look to see whether you're progressing or not. Go back, look in time, mm -hmm. see where you are, where you are. How last many, year, last year, this time. Yeah, last year, this time, or the two years, three years, when you started, what did you have? Uh, I mean, everybody starts from zero, from the ground, right? I mean, you have... Uh, no zero views. subscribers, exactly. zero, zero nothing. You have nobody that knows you and you build slowly but surely. And that's actually what goes. Now, some people move faster than others. Depends on the content. That's the other thing. I mean, content is a big deal. Some of us, I mean, I, I can do stupid. I can do funny. I can do entertaining. I can do a lot of stuff, but that's not my, my signature. That's not me. I mean, I, you know, I'm corny, <laughs> you know, and that, I know where I stand. I know where my position is. There are things I can't cross over and they don't look good. If I did them, I wouldn't be able to get the traction. But so you know what you are good at and you stay in that realm. You touch yeah. on things. You, and that's the other thing. Sometimes you touch on things. You don't even know sometimes what, what really your true talent is until you discover it, literally, and you work on it. But that's the thing. You don't let anybody tell you otherwise. You keep going. You keep grinding and things happen. But but don't let anybody, um, I guess, discourage you or or the numbers are there. The, even in sales. I mean, the world of sales, uh, I've trained thousands of literally salespeople in, in different industries. And I can tell you, including myself, as I started, I mean, numbers are numbers, right? Sales is number game, but here's how it works. You know, if, if you get a bad day and you get discouraged, well, it's over. Are you going to collapse? Are you going to you know, switch careers now? No, you're going to keep at it and then you get better. You perfect your game. Sports, the same thing. I mean, these people that are in advance that we admire as, as you know, athletes or, or, or sports, you know, uh, success stories, well, they started, you know, and they 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 highlighted themselves enough, enough, you know, and, and, and took a little bit of a, a leap of distance from the rest and became who they were. But they started at a point and they had to work their way up there. And again, as they say, there's no real overnight success story, folks. I mean, if there is one uh, pointed out, I mean, there'll be an exception. There'll be a few of them maybe out there. But the fact is, everybody had to build to get where they are. And so if someone tells you, like, or if you don't feel that the results are there, they will be. Here's where they're not going to be that when you stop being creative, when you stop, because you don't know which video, and we hear this all the time, yeah. which one is your viral video? Some people haven't gone there yet. Some people, they put a video that you really don't even think that it's going to move, and it moves. I mean, I, a true story. My wife, you know, she's on TikTok. She did something one time. It was just like the, a video where she didn't do anything. She just pointed a couple up, down, this, that. That's like 1.3 million, whatever. It, it's it just went up. I don't know. You know, you never know why, what, which, which content, which one's gonna go. But here's the thing: your mission remains. See, I'm not doing it for the, the views. I'm not doing it for that. Uh, even if ten people only benefit from what I do, to me, that's good enough. Those ten people are gonna be benefiting, and they're probably gonna share that knowledge with others. And those those things will just eventually, you know, compound over the years, and many people eventually will get there. And that's really what happened. You you get uh, you get views from things from five six years ago. People are like, oh, I love that video. I'm like, 
you just watch that video now, that video is three years old. Like, <laughs> it's like the timing is, but you know what always gets me, HH, is you get these, uh, I call them spammers, whether it's LinkedIn, Facebook. Oh, hi, how are you, sir? I am Abu Ababam, and uh, I see you're not getting enough views on your video. Uh, my team and I can help you. Well, if my video got in your eyes, it's obvious I don't need help, do I? <laughs> you know, you know, you remind me. There's, there's, uh, you know, you know those billboards on signs like in the street, like they have, and sometimes you see like it got you, right? It, it literally, like you know, this is proof that actually this this billboard works because you just read the actual note on it. But, but that's you know, it's funny because that's the fact. I, by the way, I've tested some of those folks. I mean, you know, they promise you the word, they're gonna get you plays, and they, you know, I mean, believe me, I've tried every single thing out there that they that promise that they're gonna build up stuff for you. There's only a few things that actually work out there. I mean, I've used Prodvigate. It works actually for YouTube. I've used Pat Social. It works for Instagram. There are some services that do work for you. I mean, you pay for the service to promote. I mean, like a marketing agency. Uh, I mean, you can use a real marketing agency. That's the other thing. I mean, John has, you know, they do the work, right? Uh, and so so there's different ways to it, do it. It's, it's a lot of work. And the whole thing, when I tell people, you know, we produce out 18 posts for five companies, they're like, wow. Well, we're very passionate about creating content. And, you know, to me, it's not about the fact I'm going to get a thousand views or 500 views. It's the fact that this video is like, for example, some of our videos we started putting out this week were about different features on the iPhone. Like, for example, most people don't know that you could turn off the ability to use, um, you know, Apple Face ID. Um, you can change the priority of your camera lens on the i15 and 15 Pro Max. So there's, there's things like that. We also started diving into things like, did you know that the color yellow means this or red means this? Do you know that colors have a meaning? It's not just a color. There's a psychological meaning to things. So everything I produce has uh, a premise that it's got to do something. It's going to affect somebody. When you go to a lot of these companies out there, like the one you mentioned and others that do these things, you have to realize what they're doing. They're operating, and I don't want to say this in a bad way, but they're operating like in a boiler room. And I don't mean a real boiler room. I mean they're operating usually overseas. They're using content that I got to tell you is not homegrown. Your content's probably being tweaked, and it's being used for 100 other accounts. We just changed a few colors and a few logos, and I can now say other. See, to me, that's not integrated content, okay? Um so I think the big question you have to ask is, so why are you a content creator? I'm a content creator because I love to educate people. I love to improve the quality of other people's lives. I love to bring guests on my show because not only do I learn, but other people learn as well. I get to read lots of great books. And I get to be part of different perspectives. I get to try on somebody else's shoes for an hour and see what that's like. Uh, my latest thing right now, friends, if you guys are following, so I'm, I'm in the process of getting certified. I'll be certified in about four to six weeks. I'm going for my heart math certification, my heart certification. And what that basically means is I'm studying very intently one of the important languages of our body, which is the language of our heart. And it's a language that many people never understand. Um, I've taken it very seriously that I even have one of these little guys are here. I don't know if you guys can see on screen here. Uh, I have one of these little devices. So this little device plugs into your computer. There's another little device. It'll clip onto my ear. I'll take my certain breaths and this will 
figure out my heart rate. Not just my heart rate, but my heart rate var variability. So there are so many different languages. We talked about tonight, there's a love language. There's a heart language to understand because you see, it's our heart that produces things. It's not our mind. Our heart has a magnetic energy which causes things to be brought into our lives. And so I said, huh, this is something I want to do for myself. I want to make the plunge to be heart math certified. Great for the coaching. But then what I want to do is take it to the next level because after I get heart math certified, I want to then help more than just because they only let you help 10 people a year. After that, I want to go the next level and be nationally heart math certified. You got to pay them more money, but then you're allowed to share the program with as many people as you want as a speaker. So I think content really motivates me. It drives me because there might be that one little piece. You've all worked on a puzzle before, right? What if there was just that one little piece that you needed to complete it? And we all love to celebrate completion, but sometimes we just need one more piece. We don't know where we're going to find it or even how. But when we find it, it's like, yes, I got it. And now I'm finished. You know, you know, John, it's funny you said that because here, here, here's another way to look at it, folks. I mean, I, I love what you said. You do, you got to do the content because you want to do it for the right reasons. Uh, I mean, ultimately, a lot of people do this because it can make money, and that's great. And we hear a lot of you know monetization. We hear a lot of things, and actually, it's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. It is a world where a lot of people today can make good money doing this. They have creativity. I mean, before you need it, you have talent. You got to go to the theater, you have the movies and it's very selective or radio. Now you can create a lot of things, you know, in public and people will actually determine you as being talented and that's all there is. Uh, so it gives you a better shot. But here's the thing. You watch any show. I don't care which one, pick anyone, good, bad, whatever you decide. Here's the thing. You're always learning. At best, at the worst scenario, you're learning what not to do and what not to do in a show and what not to say. So you already learned from someone that, that really, you know, you know, kind of like flunked the actual show. But it doesn't matter. It's the content. It's the, uh, you know, uh, exchange of information. Uh, I mean, for example, this whole network started with the idea of educate, enlighten, inspire, and motivate. And we're still true to it. Enrich your mind and sort of beyond limits. Time to evolve. And that's kind of like, you know, that mission is still true. We'll keep up. We're going to continue building in there. And there's nothing that's going to face it. It's positive. We don't talk negative. We give the facts. We yep. allow people to make their decisions. And that's it. If you can get 1% of the time to, to have some piece that they take and play with and use them in their playbook, you've already done your job. At least that's, that's how I look at it. We can change one element. And you said one piece of the puzzle. You can't see the big picture until you have a lot. Sometimes... You think about, you know, the biggest complex, you know, uh, machinery, right? It's a lot of components. A plane is a lot of me miniaturized, you know, pieces. When they come together, you have a plane that is functional, that flies. The space shuttle, whatever it is, uh, for those of you that believe that, you know, we go to space, for those of you who don't, that's okay. <laughs> Let's take an example. I mean, you've seen cruise ships. They, they, they are engineering, you know, miracles on, on, on at sea. So the concept is there's so much stuff going on. And there's, there's a lot of that, right? And you just have to look at what you can get from anything. 
whether it's a style, whether it's the uh, the ability to to you know interact. Maybe you look you know for something. How do I do it? How do I get excited about talking to people? There's different ways to do it, and the different different people have different things to offer. And through what listening to them or hearing them, you'll pick something. It doesn't matter. You got first of all, you got to look beyond the obvious. You know, because some people judge you for how you look, for what you sound like, for you know your age, for your size, for everything. Right? Mm-hmm. You know your ethnicity, your religion. But if you go beyond these things and you really go to the core, there is there is role stuff for everybody. That's the that's really what it is. So if you start getting you know elevated in your mind, you will actually start seeing good information coming in that will benefit you. I guarantee you, you will get benefit from everything that you listen. Like I said, the worst you are benefiting from learning not to do certain things, and that in itself a good thing. You know, you might as well learn from other mistakes than others' mistakes as opposed to your own mistakes. If you can avoid mistakes, why not, right? So it is a win-win. And I think people have to understand that now today. So today is Monday, if you guys don't know. Today I released uh, the next episode of JCV Academy. And the episode was all about jealous. And it was about forget about the haters. So I actually got in the car, uh, proverbially, with Nick Jonas. And we did a short little video. You're allowed to do up to five, six seconds. And I was in the car with Nick Jonas singing Jealous. And my whole message was you got to forget about the haters because the haters are going to be there. And you know you're successful when either your haters or their family come up to you and say, hey, are you hiring? I am, but I'd never hire you. (laughs) Well, I don't say that, but you know, the point is, is that there are people in this world that just don't want to see you get what you want. And I think that's a terrible thing, but if you can understand that there's so much in this world, there's so much abundance and we have to be happy and grateful for others that are getting great things, whether that's cars, whether that's relationships, whether that's material things. We have to be happy for other people. And you might be saying, well, why? I'm not that way. Yeah, but you need to be. Because when you do that, um, it shows the world, it shows the universe that you're grateful for what you have. And I've said this before, friends. When you truly demonstrate gratitude to the universe, the universe says, hey, yeah. I'm going to show you some more things that you can become grateful for. Well, grateful, gratitude, right? That's that's yeah. the key. And, and by the way, uh, you know, someone said something funny, and I, I actually believe in this, you know, because, you know, they said you eventually going to have someone that hates you. They, some people hate you just for by default. They just don't like the sound of your voice, whatever, right? And and, and by the way, hate is 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 a sad thing. I mean, you know, we're not supposed to hate. We're supposed to love. We're supposed to. Yeah, you could dislike, but not hate. I mean, that two different levels, right? Uh, hate is usually a negative piece, but I don't like your style. That's okay. I'm not going to bother with you. I don't have to listen to you. I don't have to follow your style. I have to follow Absolutely. You. And, and hate, ladies and gentlemen, just to let you know, hate is not the opposite of love. Hate is not the opposite of love. Now, that's, that's very strange, that's but it's not the opposite of love. <laughs> well, but, but it's if you don't love somebody, you don't hate mean, them. That's right. So what is the opposite of love then? Any of our viewers want to take a stab at that? What's the opposite of love? <laughs> I want to simplify, not love. <laughs> I'm just kidding. 
<laughs> apathy. Ooh. Apathy. Lack of emotion. But it's not hate. It's lack of emotion to be shown. Well, hate is an active thing. It's not, you know, uh, inactive. You hate by, 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 by intent. You know, you, you hate things by intent. Now, you dislike things because they don't appeal to you. Two different things. But, but you know, you either like, like you like things, doesn't mean you have to love them. You know, I like right. a lot of people. I don't love them. I mean, I love a few people in the world, but I like a lot of people. I like everybody, to be honest with you. Uh, here's what I don't like. You know, people that actually hurt others, people that actually bad to people or just, you know, they do bad things in the world. I just try to be or negative, uh, you know, and, I, and it's not okay. It's just I dislike that style. That's just my my choice. But here's the thing. You know, again, someone that that doesn't like you or hates your guts for that matter. Well, if you hate someone or something so bad, why are you into it? Why are you looking into it? I mean, to me, anything I don't like, I don't entertain myself. I don't waste my time looking at it, listening to it, yeah. watching it, or spending any time. My time is valuable. Guys, uh, you know, worldwide news to everybody, the hottest commodity we have is time. You can't get none of it yeah. back. You know, every split second that we actually state these words right now, it's already gone. It's not coming back. We just got older, closer to grave. Get that to the bank. Once you establish that, you're you're good to go. You know the reality of life, and that's all there is. So time is valuable. Why waste it? You know, if you're going to do something. Now, we are talking here for an hour. You know, we don't believe that we're wasting our time because we're giving some information. At least we're sharing our minds, our way of life, our, you know, uh, knowledge, our skills, whatever it is. You know, and by the way, I'm not talking about just physically us. In general, people that are doing some stuff. And, and by the way, you have content that is purely entertaining. Could be nothing. I mean, I do sometimes with my wife TikToks that don't mean anything. We just jump and have fun and, and laugh. You know, there's no educational stuff, but it does have a purpose. It's entertaining. You need to get, you know, a hit of dopamine, whatever. You get a kick. Why not? You get a smile, a laugh. That in itself, it's it, it helps you. We go to comedy places and you get, you know, listen, I go to comedy places sometimes. I like to sit front row and I'm usually the, the subject <laughs> of the attention of the comedian because they pick on you, right? And you know what? You know, I just enjoy that time. Yes, I get hit on, you know, I, I'm the one that's picked on, but you know, I'm going there to have fun. I'm not going to get stressed or, you know, stuff. And you can do the same thing for a lot of things, but that's the concept, folks. It's you have to, you know, really enjoy everything that you do. If you can, you know, do it, that will be great. And if you can't, work towards that. I mean, at the end of the day, I, you know, Listen, next week we're gonna have a show that the the with with Dr. Heim. That's the uh, you know mental time for uh, your mental health kind of concept, and we get questions and we talk about things, and everything leads to one thing. You want a better mindset. You want a better physical you know aspect of it. It's all linked. Better spiritual. It's all linked, and it starts with positivity, being good, understanding. Now we all have something that is not 100% correct. We have to work towards it. Nobody's perfect. And we work towards that. Now, again, you know, we might be just lightheaded here and we're talking about some utopia stuff. But at the end of the day, we're only sharing some things that I personally believe in it and I'm happy. And this is my kind of, you know, way of, of sharing to the world, you know, how I see it. Now, again, someone says, well, who the hell are you? I'm just nobody, actually. And, and you know, at the same time, I am a somebody because everybody is somebody. Right. Uh, and that's all there is, you know, for some you have no word for others. You have a word, but here's where it you know, makes more sense. As long as I believe in me, 
<laughs> that's all that matters, right? And that's exactly for you. When I say this, folks, it's not about me specifically. I'm just giving the example that each one of us should ask these questions as long as I believe in this, as long as I am good with this. I am sad. I like how I look. It doesn't mean whether people like me or they don't like me, how I sound. I don't. If you stop really thinking about how people see you and think about you, uh, you'll be in a better place. Now, that doesn't mean you have to, to be, you know, in the worst situation, in the worst aspect of things. You got to improve yourself. I mean, you are in society and there's some demands that you need to match. But at the end of the day, you know, as long as you're comfy with who you are and your personality is, and if you can get into, um, listen, positivity and negative is very clear. There's a very distinct line there. You can move towards the other one any given time. We make the change. Just had the show with, uh, you know, a great guest, you know, Lane, you know, Lane, what's up, man? Uh, you know, we had this discussion and really it's just a, a switch. You can turn off from one side to the other. Uh, and it's ideally going from negative to positive would be a better choice. But again, people, we all go through bad times. We all have a bad day. We all have bad moments. No one can claim that they didn't have a little bit of road rage or complain and say, like, I had, I wake up, I'm smiling from, you know, 24 hours, you know, a day. You're not. There's times where you are down. There's times of stuff. It's life gets in the way. But it's how we deal with it and how we keep the motivation going. And and sometimes listening to these talks can pump you up. You know, you mentioned, you talked about, you know, this, this content. We're our own clients. I mean, we listen. I You, you talked about you get top people and you learn from them. We learn too. I always say every show, I actually listen to my shows, not to listen to me, but to listen to my guests, because when you're interacting, you're not really, it's a different way because you're paying attention to the discussion. You have a flow. You got to get to the next point. But when you listen to it without any, you know, thought process going on other than just absorbing the information, you get more. And I do that. And I listen to them. And also I criticize myself if I feel that there's something going on. For example, I do a lot of you know, you know, you know. I know about it. I try to work towards it. And you know what? <laughs> it's part of me and it's becoming a part of me. And some people will probably criticize that. Like, yeah, you need to learn how to not, you know, throw in these filler words. Well, you know what? Maybe I can, but this is who I am. I still give the message, you know, and I deliver and that's all that matters. You know, now, can I improve on that? Of course, I work towards that. I'm just giving an example. And I always look at here, you know, your point here versus point there. And that's the way I do it. So, so John, I think we've rumbled a lot. We've rented a lot, you know, so, so what else? Well, you know, then I want to want talk to you something very interesting, hmm. uh, talking about hate, talking about, you know, frustration. Now, I'm not a big fast food guy. In fact, I've been on fast food for many, many years. I don't even drink soda. But what I want to tell you is how many of you out there go to McDonald's? Anybody goes to McDonald's? Okay. Interesting thing. And I, I did a story on this a few weeks ago because I was curious and um, I realized that every time I had gone to McDonald's over the last, whatever it is, few weeks, and I talked to other people, again, I don't go to McDonald's, but I was just trying to prove a point. I went there and I said, gee, I'll have an ice cream. They said, I'm sorry, our machine is down today. Mm. So I went back another day. Same thing. I went back over the course of a month several times. And you know what I got? The machine's yeah. down today. So I tried another McDonald's, and that machine was down. I did some digging, and I found out that this is a big problem. Well, McDonald's has contracted – it's a franchise, as you know. And they contracted with um, Taylor, who makes ice cream machines, very complicated ice cream machines. So complicated that when their machines break, they need the guy to come out and fix them. So 
the interesting thing about this is that, you know, you have people working at McDonald's. Some of them are minimum wage and they don't necessarily know how to make ice cream. They run the machine. And the thing about it is that sometimes more often than not, the machine stops working. So how does this happen? Well, I did a little digging and found out that the machine actually has a pasteurization system built in. So they're running dairy through the machine all the time. So every single night, the machine has to go through a clean process of 151 degrees Fahrenheit. Pretty straightforward. So not only are you basically really heating and boiling up all the parts of the machine, but guess what? You're also boiling the ice cream in the machine too. So now the next day when you come in, should be ready to work. But they get a message on the screen and it says heat malfunction. And so what do you do? Well, with every single software upgrade that Taylor has made, the machine has become more complicated and frustrating to users and giving less information, if none at all, to tell you what's wrong. There'll be like a code, like heat malfunction, uh, heater mismatch error. And so it could be something as simple as the bin's not is filled too much. So this caused the company uh, a kitsch to actually come up with a piece of software and a device that plugs in the machine, which is pretty cool. I learned this that they did this two years ago. Unfortunately, the machine that they they uh, put in there didn't catch on right away. Later it did. They went to one of the big restaurant conventions. And the guy at the convention said, I'm not endorsing the machine, but I do want to let you know that, a, that I'm, I'm going to say that McDonald's is not endorsing this product. But I can tell you a lot of our franchisees have been using it, and they've been very happy. So many McDonald's chains were buying this software that basically was an app on your phone and something you plugged in the machine, and it was able to dial in and figure out what was wrong with your machine as well as fix it and give you ideas about what you should do without calling the guy. So the problem with calling the guy is the guy gets $315 for about 15 minutes. And then uh, about $115 uh, or so for every 45 minutes after. So it could cost an average of $400 to $700 to call the guy. Nobody calls the guy until enough customers have complained. And the store uh, managers, they call the franchise operator and says, hey, we got to call the guy. Just call the guy. So we're always calling the guy. So now with this machine being used, um, McDonald's actually sends an email out saying that this device may cause safety complications with the machine and not to use it. Because then a division of Taylor decided to write their own version of the software, which actually did nothing. My point is that this whole thing about this machine, which is not a cheap machine, uh, the C, it was basically the C60, I think it was the 60, uh, 602 uh, machine. And the thing is this, is that to this day, ice cream machines at McDonald's still don't work. But if you go to Burger King, if you go to Wendy's to get a, whatever it is, a, a softy, whatever, or you go to Chick-fil-A, their ice cream machines work. They're using a different model. And so McDonald's doesn't really care if your machine's down because they're not paying for it. But I have to ask something, uh, HH. 
I'm wondering if the reason why they don't care about the machines is if they're actually making money off of the repair. Because Taylor actually makes 25% of all of its revenue off of McDonald's service machines. That equates to $190 million a year. I see a problem with that picture. <laughs> well, I, I, listen, <laughs> you, you went to the, the world of franchise. And, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of money to be made there. Uh, and, and I'm not a big, you know, McDonald's guy personally. I Me neither. Um, I actually refer to it as, you know, no offense, McDonald's, you know, uh, emergency food. I mean, I, I probably will indulge if I'm stuck somewhere and probably overseas and not in the States. I mean, although I, I do have every now and then an opportunity at the airport, <laughs> if there's nothing else, you know, that's happening quick. But, but really, I mean, cause, cause I'm into the nutrition piece of it and things like that. And, uh, I mean, it's just not it's not flying well with my uh i guess where i stand today in terms of health and no it's, and it's it's not it's not good food i used to love to eat it but i stopped eating many years ago i go there once a year for the national french fry day because i get a free thing of french fries for national french fry day but well, to this day uh, taylor a kitsch is suing taylor for 900 million in damages for defamation of character for false uh information dissemination true it's funny how all these companies, and this is what I've learned with a lot of franchisees, they really keep the owner-operator in the dark. Well, so that we can have a whole show about franchises because I can tell you stories. I've, I've experienced you know, a couple of them personally from an investment perspective and working through them and working with them and the challenges that come with them. I mean, there's advantages, disadvantages equally. Um, you know, there it's just a whole different world. So, so actually, let's keep that as a topic for for next another show. show. One another show we can talk about. It. I just want to give a shout out to uh, our uh, friend Joel Crandall. Uh, hey, Joel, Voila Method. You know, he is uh, currently live with us. I mean, uh, we just did a show. It's uh, recurring right now. So do check out that show. Uh, it's an awesome discussion about you know uh, getting healthier and well uh, using the Voila Method. So again, shout out to you, man. Uh, and uh, so, John, th this concept, by the way, you talked about fries and we can have another show about that because the studies that are coming out right now and, and how those fries are made, where they're made, how, you know, what their content. Oh, they're, they're, they're not they're not good. But I just go once a year <laughs> and I have a couple French fries for National French Friday, but I don't eat McDonald's fries any other days. Well, again, maybe once in a blue moon, it may, may not hurt, but but once you know, a year is probably OK. And I don't even eat the whole thing. Well, again, folks, here's the thing. I mean, we can obviously we have the nutritious channel where this is the high health channel here. And, you know, obviously this talk show is, is just a global show. We just have, you know, more of business and, and rents and things like that. But really the concept is, you know, there's so much stuff uh, that, that can affect your body and things like that. And we're we have enough, you know, pollutants across everything that we have around. I mean, like I'm getting more and more conscious about everything that we have. And it's so sad that like you cannot find the right food. You, you, sometimes if you start thinking about it, you're not going to eat anything because, because you go to a store, what can you possibly eat? And even your vegetables, like, you know, we say go to the outside, outside aisles and grab some, you know, vegetables, legumes and all the stuff, fruits, even those, they're not purely organic. There's pesticides, there's this, there's that. I mean, so, so, I mean, it's very difficult to really find clean nutrition and or nutritionist, <laughs> you know, nutrition, something that will give you nutrients. You know, it's it's weird, but that's what it is. Now you're talking about the fast food. I mean, it's a great business uh, from a business concept. It's uh, 
I mean, employment, all this stuff, even that is 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 in limbo right now because with the machines, now some of these places you can't even talk to humans. You just go and click and order. Uh, plus the online, so it's it's changed in the dynamics, but the food today is not what it used to be. So we can have a whole show about that. You know, maybe we can bring in some experts on and that join us for the discussion. And, you know, folks, again, uh, this is your show. You know, you want to comment and join the discussion, please, for free. Uh, you can always, if you want to be on the show, you can actually send us information. We can bring you on and uh, we can talk, you know, with you. You can give us your peace of mind <laughs> and, uh, you know, or money, you, you know, whatever it is that, you know, uh, you want to share. Uh, as long as it's going to be um, knowledge that we can, you know, exchange. And it's G or PG, no X and no R content. <laughs> And that, that's it. I like that. That's a good one. <laughs> we should. I should put that on the ticket right there. We'll, so. <laughs> we'll, we'll take. We'll take G and we'll take PG, which is a little questionable, but no, no R and definitely no X and definitely no triple X. Oh uh, well, uh, yeah, but maybe we'll go viral with that one, so the views will go right <laughs> up. <laughs> I guarantee you, there's someone here that just waited for us to do something crazy, and they like they'll cheer us up, right? But but you know, maybe we have to do something really large, like we have to like figure something and do the show on some wacky place, like at the bottom of a, a mountain or in a cave, or maybe it has to be on the top of some huge building, which is barely able to sustain us. Or maybe it's done on our way to space. Maybe we'll do it in space. Who knows? Hey, listen, everything is possible. <laughs> I, well, I can always put a, a backdrop right now and we'll be in space. Two seconds. <laughs> no, I mean, we're literally in space. Like, I could literally let you meet the Martians. They're they're next door to me. Uh, so yeah, we could do yeah. stuff like that. You know, we could be at a restaurant. We could be in, I don't know, Wolfgang Puck's kitchen. Uh, listen. We could uh, be anywhere. We could be thing. in Disney. We could be in Disney World. We could be uh, yeah. in Universal Studios in the Harry Potter studio talking about the experience of when a boy gets his first wand, he becomes a true wizard. Well, wait, wait, hold on, John. Remember what you said? I guess when we get big enough, we'll have those invites and we'll be able to do those those platforms, right? You it's going to be we're going to be busy because, you know, I don't know how many of those I can get to. So, by the way, I only take first class on the plane. So if you do want us, if we H&H uh, &H and I both require first class or business class seating. So don't expect us to just pay coach because we'll stay home. Well, wait, time out, time out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you want to do that, I mean, let's make sure we fly Emirates because that's that's the place. To yes, be. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> One of my favorite flights, uh, folks. I mean, you know, it's an awesome, you know, uh, airline and uh, the service is great. So not endorsement. It just, you know, again, we, we say that's it, a great, that's a great plane. It's a great, uh, yeah, the, just, just, or just, maybe uh, we'll, maybe we'll be in United's, maybe we'll be in United's club room. Hey, we're here uh, talking to all the many different travelers around the holiday. We're at the United club room uh, right here in the Newark Liberty International Airport at the brand new $16 billion airport, talking to different travelers about their experience in traveling over the holidays. Well, I know you're a big with the holidays, man. This is the holiday season. Tis the, the season to be jolly, as they say, right? <laughs> Tis the season to be live, too, right? Okay. Yeah. Are, are we jolly? <laughs> Have a holly jolly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, listen, I mean, it, but, but really, again, I mean, you know, we've been funny about this, but Here's the thing, folks. You, you never know. One day, you know, yes, we we have great aspirations as where these shows will be airing from. 
a lot of ideas, and they, we will make them happen. So just, just, just note that. Maybe, I mean, maybe the American, maybe the American Dream Mall, maybe will be at uh, the Brendan Byrne Arena, or I don't know. Maybe we'll be ringside. Maybe we'll be. Oh, maybe we'll be at West Point on the side of the field with the cadets. Oh, well, that'd be interesting. Well, well, here's the thing. We are currently, I mean, at least John is, he's on a radio uh, that, 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 that is a live show. What? That's tomorrow? No. Yeah, that's yeah, tomorrow. It was a tomorrow morning, yeah. Tomorrow morning. So let's share that. You know, and, and we exceeded the hour. So let, let's give some prompts as, as to where people can reach you. and, and, and So just like go that. to BelieveMeAchieve.com if you want to help us. Uh, we're on a mission to hit 100,000 downloads. Uh, before the end of Q2, we're at 92,000. Uh, help us out. Love to hit 100,000 before Christmas. Before the end of the year, that'd be great. Uh, no, we're, 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 we are jumping and uh, check that out. That's uh, every single uh, night. And then the Jay Moore Tech Talk Show. I am very happy to uh, report that we're almost at 9,000 downloads. That's our weekly tech show. But you can always go to BelieveMeAchieve.com because there's just so much content I can't possibly explain it all to you. But there's something for everybody, no matter whether you just want to learn about something, you want to learn about a new feature like turning off your iPhone, or maybe you just want to learn how to turn off the uh, iPhone face ID, or perhaps maybe you just want to learn where are we going with biometrics. And the reason why we have to employ AI is because there's so many false positives on face recognition, finger recognition, and now we're even getting two new types of recognition for humans. One is gait, which is able to tell your, your speed, your pace, your walk. That's one. And now we're getting emotional recognition. These are all new types of recognition technologies <laughs> that are going to be deployed to store and know whether somebody is who they say they are. Well, I can tell you this, this, this happened. I mean, I, you know, uh, I, I was in Dubai a month, about a month ago and, uh, we literally walked in, there was no customs or nothing. You walk in, you put your passport, you look at a, a camera and the camera is retina scan and basically it scans you, you're in and that's it. You don't talk to a human, you walked right through. Uh, and, and that's actually coming up to a lot of airports and, and ports. And now I have a question. Was yeah. that a retina scan or was that an iris scan? Uh, I mean, I, I just refer to it as a retinal scan. But well, I mean, let, me, it, let me ask you a question because I've been doing study on this. So hmm. when you look at the camera, how what did you do? Just look at a camera for a couple seconds or did you have to keep your eye focused for 15 seconds without blinking? Um, no, it doesn't say you just keep looking and, uh, it gives, when it gets, when it goes green, you go, that's it. Uh, if it goes red, that means you have to go to, to talk to a human, but, 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 but how, really, how long did you have to keep focusing on a particular object for? Maybe like five, 10 seconds. Not, you know, max yeah. So, so if you were focusing on one point and you couldn't move your head for 15 seconds, you were doing a retina scan, a very un unpractical and not friendly, which is why more people are doing iris scanning because we can just take a slip of the eye and bam, we know. A retina uh, scanning is more accurate, but it is a lot more intrusive. Well, I can tell you this. I mean, for all, for all intents and purposes, it could have been just the Irish because what it was, when I say five to 10 seconds, I'm just guesstimating, but it was the time to put your passport and the passport goes through the reader and then you basically, and it's a so camera. You, it and, sounds like what you did is what I do for clear. Uh, which is you just looked at a thing and it looked at your iris, took a picture match, and see if the database had you. If it was an iris scan, 
you would have been told uh, uh, retina scan. You would have been told to look straight at the dot and then no, not no. move your eye until they told you to move your eye. No, no, this was, was there's no dot. It's really just. Then that, was, then that was an iris scan. Yeah, look, you know, if you ever watched that movie, The, the Fifth Element, Bruce Willis, long time ago, it's in the 90s. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so the, the the girl from space thingy, you know, she had that little visor that gave her that that the makeup thing. It looks exactly like that. The camera looks like that. You look at it, and it has like you know, a couple of things in there. Very similar, very similar to clear. When you go to the airport and you just look into the thing, and it takes a well, that actually, only takes literally, I'm gonna say, three seconds, and then you well, show your passport and you're on the plane. Well, that thing is, is is if you come to to U.S. ports, uh, you know, uh, from cruises. You know, they do have those devices. And they even had them at, at JFK at a point, I remember. You walk in through them, you just basically look, it goes green, you don't talk to anybody across. But but what I'm talking about is like there was not even a human in that area. We walked literally. There's there's just you know Oh wow. No, the, the, when you go to clear, they actually kind of baby you through it, like, oh here, sir, just put your eyes here, put your password here. They literally and then they okay, yep, this person's good, you could take them through. They manually uh, walk you through. Th this was almost like you just got scanned. I mean, literally, you okay. just put your passport, you look. It reminded me of, of what they put in some of the airports now, what they're doing, is they want to make sure people don't have any type of drugs or contraband on them. So what they do is you walk into this, this door, and it says, keep walking. So you keep walking. The doors close. You don't stop. And as long as there's nothing wrong, the other doors open, they let you out. If there's something wrong, the other door doesn't open. So it's <laughs> sniffing you while you're walking through the exit chamber. You get boxed in, baby. <laughs> so no funny business, right? Well, again, talking about technology, but this is where it's going, folks. I mean, uh, you know, again, we're evolving with the times. It's just going to change. And, you know, these are tremendous topics. We can talk about them in, in, in the new year. There's a lot of stuff that we can, you know, uh, hash out. Uh, so... John, um, any any last words for today's show before we close? Because we've we've, uh, I think we bothered. Yeah, them a I think bit so. Longer. When are we? When are we back again? What's our new schedule? I know we kept changing. So when are we back on the air again? Uh, we'll have to figure that out. <laughs> so usually a Monday. Just which Monday? Maybe we do a Monday. Week. I just didn't know when we're going back. So we are going to go back to our weekly. We just don't know when we're doing that yet. Yeah, we've we've we, both of us have been very busy and a lot of crazy stuff. But good busy. So busy. next week, guys, just to let you know, next week, a week from today is Christmas. Already, huh? One of the holidays. And then the week after that, Lee, you know what that is? New Year. That's next year. <laughs> oh, Ooh. wow. 2024. Oh, wow. We used to see that in Mad Max, like in the movies, like, you know, it's like the future is here. You know, it's uh, unbelievable. But it is. It is what it is. Um, we're uh, into a new. The only era. thing I want to leave people with is over the holidays. I know people get a little zealous. They want to buy things. They want to go online. They think they're very safe and comfortable because they're home and all snuggled up in their pajamas or maybe they're all dressed up and they feel they're all protected in their room or their fortress. But what I want to let you know is that you're not really as protected as you think, because that's when the bad actors are expecting you to make a mistake, to buy from that website, to give information. So my message to you is make sure you're buying from a safe, secure website that has a lock or a solid key. And do make sure that you are enabling MFA, multi-factor authentication, on any type of sites or accounts that will require any type of personal information, especially personal health information. Or you know what? 
that information's as good as toast. Well, hold on, hold on, John. I'm sorry you opened up, you know, Pandora's box right now. We're yeah. not closing this because we can't leave them hanging right now. Because <laughs> so, because you just, you know, that's, I mean, it is the holidays and people are still shopping. You and I, we talked about like, are we done yet? You know, but we're not, right? But here's the thing. You know, let, let's let's talk about that. You know, what does, how does a person know what a secure site? I know it says it, this site is not secured on the URL, but how really do you know which site is legit, which site is not? So let's say, for example, you went to Amazon.com, okay? Yeah. When you go to Amazon.com, you're going to see there will be a solid lock at the top left, or you will see a key if you're using an older browser. When you click on that lock, it will say site information for the site, and it'll say connection secure. If you click on the, the arrow next to it, it will show you you're securely connected to the site and it's verified by, in this case, Amazon was verified by DigiCert. Now, the interesting thing about this, I can click on view certificate and I can see the common name. I can see the certificate. I can see all the, and I can see that it is valid from October 3rd, 2023 and expires June 7th, 2024. So I guess they better get themselves a new certificate because on January 7th, uh, that certificate is actually going to expire on Amazon. I mean, I hope they will. So. When you go to a site, it could be something as simple as uh, it could be something like, you know, easypass.com. When you go to easypass.com, you'll know as well, because when you go to that site, you'll be able to see that there is HTTPS and you have that little lock again. You can click right on it, connection secure, and you'll see who's verifying it. You can view the certificate and you can actually see how it was verified, all the information. You can check all that out. But if you're getting a site and the site is steering you to something else, like if I go to EasyPass and I see the site is being verified by Joe Schmo's website, well, that's probably not a site that I want to do business with. So a lot of times, you know, we get information up there and we want to just log in because it sounds like it's the right thing. But really, the problem is when we do this and the information doesn't match, like this says right here. The DNS matches with Easy Pass New Jersey, chat.easypass New Jersey, uh, Easy Pass New Jersey all, and it's been verified up to 2,048 key size bits. So these are the things you want to look at. And I see the company that actually did the verifying was Global Sign. So this is what you want to do. If you're going to some site and you know it doesn't have the S or it says to you the site may not be secure, don't log in. Generally, when you click on a login symbol, that's when you should see that secure lock. And so when you're logging into a site like EasyPass, I don't know why EasyPass doesn't have it. They have everything else, but they don't have it. They don't have two-factor at EasyPass. They should. They have all these other stupid things where they send you stuff. Even your banks now are actually asking you uh, to well, – not asking you. They're telling you they're going to send you a two-factor in your email or you can set up a two-factor on Microsoft authentication on your phone. So I know it takes a little more time, but do it. And if you're on the fence about doing this, you can go to BelieveMeAchieve.com. You can click on my tools for hosts and guests and uh, try a trial of NordPass. NordPass is a great password remembering system, and it will even allow people in your family you trust to get emergency access when you want. So the moral of the story is when it's the holidays – and you're feeling giddy about going to a game site or wanting to buy something, just do your due diligence, you know, keep your shirt on and make sure that the site is actually what you think it is. You don't want to grab a chocolate bar like Forrest Gump says 
and have something that has a taste you don't want. But we always seem to keep going back for another chocolate. Unfortunately, when we do that on the websites, we might already have our identity stolen. Well, well, that that goes also for emails. You get a lot yeah. of solicitation emails. So the fishing business is, you know, really fishing. They're fishing, <laughs> and I'm, you know, I'm talking about the the, the internet fishing concept. They, but, they, but, they've been fishing a long time, and now they're going after executives. There's spear fishing, all kinds of fishings. But what I'm seeing a lot of big hacks on is on the iPhone things. Make sure you're at the latest version, 17.2, as of this video, and it might even be later. Because if you don't, there was a pop-up attack that could actually exploit your phone. So again, make sure you're staying safe with information. And the last tip I have for you is if you're somewhere and you're afraid about your information being hacked, well, turn off your, uh, your face ID so that you don't inadvertently unlock your phone and allow people to see. And from whatever you do, don't let anybody see you put your pin into your phone. If they do, they can actually take over it and they can become you. Ooh, scary business. I mean, again, this is the real stuff, folks. I mean, they can do that. And by the way, uh, there is a whole discussion now about the new, you talked about the latest update on iOS, where yes. you bump two phones and then the information is exchanged immediately to the other phone. So, uh, it, 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 Well, yes and no. If you, well, let's clarify if you that. put the phones together, it'll still prompt you. But there is still an option on your iPhone that will allow you to actually uh, set whether you don't want to receive anything. My recommendation is don't allow it even from contacts. Turn it on manually when you want it and turn it off. That'll just be the best way to keep it safe. Otherwise, who knows who you're going to bump into, and you might inadvertently you know, press that button. And then before you know it, you've downloaded something on your phone. So this where, is where iOS 17.2 update right now. No, no, but where where do they go to to make? Oh, that? very simple. So all you need to do is just go to your phone. You can just drag your phone down, and when you get to your main screen, you're going to actually see. You can just push right in the center. So if you go to the right of your phone and just take your finger and right where the battery is, just swipe down gently. You're going to see it's going to say like the uh, the uh, airplane, uh, the Bluetooth. Uh, the cellular, okay, mm -hmm. you're going to see all that, the Wi-Fi. In the middle of all those four buttons, just press, and you will then see another box that pops up. You'll see something that says airdrop receiving. Mine says off. I'll touch it. I can do receiving off, context only, or everyone for 10 minutes. That should only be on when you're going to exchange with somebody. And then make sure you turn that off. That is very, very key because, hey, you really don't want to have information uh, just being sent to your phone. Well, so so it's really the airdrop feature that is causing the problem. So which, the which... airdrop feature is causing the problem, but the other issue that was causing the problem is that they were sending all kinds of data to your phone uh, through this new particular virus they came out with, and seventeen point two blocks that from happening from websites. Well, I have to say, I mean, in terms of phones, uh, the iOS still is it beats the the uh, what do you call them the um, Androids. Uh, in terms of virus attacks and all these other oh things. yeah i mean i mean i mean you're talking you're talking hands hands down i mean it, it's just a no um and everybody always says you know should i update should i not update so um you know 17 has done a lot of great things they added stickers now so when you're uh wanting to message somebody back you can actually uh use a sticker to send back uh, you have a journaling system. Uh, you have the ability now to even do things like turn off 
just by saying, hey, I'm not going to say her name, and then the phone, who am I? The phone will automatically – if I could say, hey, whose phone is this, and I say her name, the system will automatically say, hey, this is John's phone, and guess what it will do? It will put me on a screen and ask me to enter my PIN. Mm. So there's a lot you can do with voice, and I think we have to just be cognizant of our voice because when you call a bank, I never allow them to use my voice to do a detection. I always opt out of that because people hearing my voice all around, I never use voice detection to validate me. My voice is everywhere. People could use bad acting tools to make my voice say anything. So I choose to never allow my voice to be a voice print. John, you do have a distinct voice, man. <laughs> it's going to be hard to duplicate. <laughs> well, but they could take any one of my videos using AI and they could turn it into something. So that's why I never, never allow a voice print of my voice. Okay. So, so now you touch on something and we still have, we're going to continue to 30 minutes, you know, yeah. Mark here. But here's the thing. You're right. I mean, there is an app where you can actually, and I tested it. You can make a duplicate of you, a clone avatar with your voice. It you believe me? Voice. Okay. <laughs> no, I believe you. I've tested it. I have. I've, I've actually, you know, you know me, I, I, I test on all these things. And, you know, it, it really does. I mean, you know, it's amazing that it will be you. You'll be like, I could literally put a video that is talking that is not me. I'm not even there. AI will do it for me and it would sound like me. And it's exactly my voice because actually you have to say keywords and things like that. And then it kind of recognize your patterns and your tone and everything, and it duplicates it. Your face also gets, you know, scanned, and it will be exactly me talking to you just like this. And you see some of these reels that are in TikTok and Instagram that actually show you these things. Those are reels. By the way, every time I see somebody pops up that talks about an AI app or something, I test them out. Some of them are bull. Some of them are real. I mean, fact, I mean, some of them, they, 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 when I say bull, they, they're there, they, the features are there, the service is there, but it's not free. That means you have to get a membership. There's credits and stuff like even all these AI stuff, they give you video credits or like script credits and things like that. So you have to buy these memberships to be able to do it. So, but when you get a reel, they say, oh, it's free to do it. They give you like a few, like maybe a minute or something free. And then the rest of it is, is there. So just something to be aware of, but it's, it's, it works. I mean, it's not like it's not, it doesn't work. It's real, but, yeah. but again, be aware of these, you know, literally, I mean, you know, we, we all hear about deep fake, you know, that's technology that existed yeah. for a while. Uh, now with AI, it's even getting bigger and, you know, and better. And, and it's only going to get more advanced. That's the thing that you have to know. All the technology is upgrading itself faster than you ever can imagine. And before you know what, you can't even tell the me versus John. We can have a real double impact without us being here. That's yeah, we don't, want, we don't want to do that. I don't want to use virtual networking. But just to give you a warning on this, voice verification is being used by Wells Fargo. It's being used by TD Bank and a few mm -hmm. others. And so the way it works is when you call into their bank and you verified your account, the system will say, okay, we've detected this is you. Thank you, John. Um if it's okay, if we can use your voice print, press one for another call. Otherwise, press two, and we will not use your voice to identify you next time. Because what happens is it's not what I'm saying. This is the part that most people don't understand. It's not what I'm saying. It's anything. I could say, hey, I'm at the movies. Great, John. Thanks. We verified you. I could say, hey, I'm going for pizza. Great, John. We verified you. It's not what we're saying. It's the resonance in our voice. 
that's how they're verifying you. Well, thank you, Jeff. By the way, just one thing that I wanted to ask is we have that five sure. form foreman. I, I really meant what I said, folks, about testing everything. I mean, I see, you know, you can apply for these jobs, you know, online. You can do this. You can get, yeah, affiliate, like the affiliate marketing. All of that stuff is real, but it's not as simple as you guys think. It's not like you're going to click and it's just going to make you money. There's work to be done. If you want the affiliate links, you got to get in. You got to get approved. There's different sites you can get these these companies to approve you. They give you links and you, you got to adapt them. That's one thing. So Pinterest and all these, they work. And I, a lot of brands do that. That's one. I mean, so you hear these things all the time, like opportunities to make money, free sites that can get you to do this and the other. They're all real, but it's it's you 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 got to test them out, folks. You know, tr you know they they tell you all kind of services out there. They do exist and they're real. So these are promotions, and when you hear those promotions, you know you get excited and that's great. But I have always this. I'm a skeptic on my own. I always want to test things to see is this real or is this you know just a gimmick, and I'll see them. So they do work, but. At the end of the day, there's no free rides, folks. I mean, sometimes it says free, but yes, it is free. I'll give you a good example. I have memberships to podcasters, right? You know, I do have a free membership, which basically you can actually put your content on our network any day for free on the radio, on the podcast. Yes. But, you know, it's not going to get you on on the, the, the social. It's not going to get you on the visual stuff. And, and there's memberships for that. So basically, yes, you can have that. And usually that's the entry point. And there's no no shame in that. See, I'm, I'm not given a gimmick i'm not playing games i'm telling you what it is but in some of these places you get these influencers that come up you know that that talk about a product listen I, we get products to 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 promote and this is exactly what what it is you you got to do a promotion so you got to find something so you have to be true like oh i'm true to my my thing when i promote something i believe in it i tested it and then i actually talk about it if i don't like it you know i'm not going to do it uh but but those are some of the things that are that, you know, that's, that's very key the same thing i do that with our, with our our tools for podcast hosting guests I don't put anybody on that board that I haven't personally used and tested and tried because somebody would say, oh, how do I get on that page? I'm like, well, can I get a try? Oh, no, we can't. Okay, great. We're not interested in putting it up there because I got to know that I'm comfortable enough to use it. Like you said, before we can tell other people to use it. Same thing with the password programs, HH. Uh, so many people said, oh, this password. I said, this password program is garbage. One guy had a free password program. I tried it. I found another one that I could hack in five minutes because the password to the master password was being sent it unencrypted. I said, oh, this is garbage. When you use a password system, you got to make sure that the people that run the system can't get into your account, even if you forget it. That's a real secure system. All right. Well, you know what? I think we round out the actual 30, you know, <laughs> okay. right on the money. it's 129 and it's counting down. So, so it's time to wrap up, you know, normally it's a one hour show, but we have well, we a bonus for the holidays. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we, we, we probably have one more last one for the year just to, okay. to cheer up everybody and get out. Uh, we talk about the, the new us, uh, okay. you know, and the new and improved us, the 2024 mark, you know, uh, content, you know, and uh, why not? Right. So, uh, John, we're still working on the malls. We haven't got any malls to say yes. If you own a mall and you want us to pop in there and do a show, we would love to broadcast live from your from yours. Uh, and by the way, you're not going to waste any space. We'll just take a table, desk, whatever. We'll have our you know gear and we'll just have fun and we'll do some entertaining and we'll we'll give shout outs to everybody. And yes, you know those shows will be recorded. They'll be downloaded so people will have you know that. So it's a free promo actually, you know, to your location just in There's case. There's a guy that did that in New Jersey, by the way. He has a very, very successful show, HH, and the New Jersey Lottery actually sponsors on his program. 
There you go. So I'd love never to see know. that happen. Uh, listen, we can talk for hours. We can talk about everything. And by the way, I'm not the nerdy guy. That's him. John is the nerdy guy. <laughs> he 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 does the work, and I I have a different niche, and and he has his own. But you know, this is exactly why it's double impact. You know, we come from different angles, and we give you some stuff, and you never know what you get. This is like literally. You know, you you go into the hour. We don't even know what we're talking about. It just keeps rolling, and <laughs> you know, and we do it. And by the way, this is not our typical shows. We have structure shows that have themes and they have all kind of things. But those are my own and his own. And you know, and this is just a mashup that we do. Uh, we're supporting each other, and you know, I do this with other folks, and we're open to that, folks. You know, and uh, we can. There's, uh, you know, it, there's plenty of information. We can all work together. I know we exceeded our 30, 30 mark, but Again, who cares, right? It's the holidays, you know? <laughs> and you can always pause us and come back later if you want, you know? <laughs> well, these things will replay. So this will be replaying all over the place. So this is a current, this is a real live, uh, but but it will replay simulated live across all the, the networks and, uh, you know, there'll be fees. Wow, I can't free. wait. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to watch us again, man? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Not tonight, though. <laughs> all right, all right. And all don't right. forget my show that's on... Um, Saturday nights at 9 p.m., the JCM hour, where I just talk about all kinds of things. I think this week I'm going to probably talk about my traveling experience. Well, you're talking about the one on iHealth Channel. I mean, iHealth Radio. Yes. iHealth Radio, yeah. Yes. So, yeah, yes. that's that's still live every week. And, I mean, we have right now you have a whole series of them. I mean, we can, we can put that as a whole podcast on its own. <laughs> I mean, you know, literally, I mean, they're pretty good, intense, you know, uh, discussions. I mean, when John goes, he goes all the way. Trust me. And he's just a wealth of, of information. So take advantage. You know, he's a walking encyclopedia, you know, you know, so why not? You know, just get get stuff from yeah, him. Wiki, Wiki Wiki might call me their son. I don't know. Or Mary. John, well, we gotta we gotta John Wiki Morley. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right, guys, All right. we have to go. I mean, we would stay up till one o'clock in the morning, but we have things we gotta do. I gotta get ready to get on a flight Wednesday. So but check out all our great content. We do love you so much for checking us out, sharing us, loving us, uh, and, of course, letting all your friends, colleagues, and associates know about the content we produce. Because I don't think there's any other social media creators that run a show so raw uh, and unscripted as we do. Oh, I'm sure they are. You know, I mean, we're not exclusive. But, but every to each his own. We have different styles. Everybody's out there. And you know what? Hey, the more the merrier. Uh, but yes, we have our own signature. That's for sure. <laughs> All right, folks. Um, you know, happy it, holidays, happy everyone. Holidays. That's it. We'll be talking soon. Stay tuned.